0: In the meantime, our study continues on the topic of honest Advent. We'll be focusing on Luke chapter 2. Let's dig in. One of the things that is important for us to do as we come to this Advent Christmas story year after year is to try to peel away all of the veneer of tradition and things that may not have necessarily been a part of the story and try to, if possible, get to the root of the story, what was really going on, because whenever we're able to do that, actually what we find is something that is relatable, something that is not just a story, but something that is an event that really resonates with the deepest parts of who we are and what we deal with each and every day. And I'll tell you, one of the most fascinating parts of the story is the portion of the story that involves the shepherds. Now, I don't have the time here to go into a tremendously deep background on shepherds and who they are and what they were, but obviously in our day and age, shepherds are are really one of the primo spots in the Christmas nativity. Uh, they're always very cleaned up and put together, usually holding a lamb or having some sheep around them. In fact, in the one that's right down here, one of the most beautiful pieces in the nativity scene is the shepherd itself. Shepherds, that really isn't what it was like. Being a shepherd was, you know that show Dirty Jobs. Shepherding would have been the priority dirty job. It was the job that nobody wanted in those days. In fact, nobody was looking for a career in being a shepherd. People just ended up being shepherds because they were born into a shepherding family and didn't have any other way to to get out of it or because they couldn't make it in any other job when david is called a shepherd boy it's not really a term of wonder and value it's kind of a term of derision that he's a shepherd boy he's fighting off lions and tigers and bears oh my this wouldn't have been seen as being great this would have been seen as you're really putting your kid in that kind of danger because well because you couldn't find anybody else all the other brothers they weren't going to do that job so when we come to the Christmas story and we see the shepherds here these are these are the low lives these are the people that you drive by and roll up your windows and And lock the doors. These guys are living in a part of Bethlehem that refined Bethlehemites don't go and visit. It wasn't a job that anybody wanted. And so it's a wonder. And it's important that they're a part of the Christmas story at all. Luke chapter 2 verse 8. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby keeping watch over their flocks at night. This isn't a day job. They're working graveyard shift, but they're working every every shift, living. Do you see that word? Living out in the fields nearby. It is highly likely that they're living out in the fields nearby because they didn't have the finances in order to pay for a house somewhere else, and so they didn't have a house anywhere else they're living in the fields these are they are one step above homeless people in the grand scheme of society and in the grand scheme of life in some ways we treat homeless people better today than shepherds would have been treated then food lines food pantries hopefully In a lot of areas, we're finding more and more medical care for homeless people, mental care. A lot of cities have have built centers where, where people who don't have a home can come in at night and can stay to have a roof over their head. Shepherds didn't have that, a lot of them. And the ones that did, the job required them to be on duty. 24-7, 24-7, 365 during this time of year because this was lambing season. And so it is interesting to me that this is the group of individuals whom God chooses to send his birth announcement to. God constantly uses the people that we ignore to reveal his ways good tidings of great joy shall be to you and to everyone else as well but to you good tidings of great joy for to you is born today in that city right over there the city of david a savior a messiah who is christ the lord Peace on earth and goodwill to all people through this child announced to people who knew little or no peace and felt no goodwill. This is what God does. And this is the thing that rankles us over and over and over again, and that God continues to abuse his privilege of being God by going to the people who are on the lowest rung of the totem. Poll who are on the lowest rung of the social ladder, rather than, rather than going to the rung that you and I are sitting on. And so I wonder, who do you ignore? Who do you ignore? Who do you look at and say you are not worth my time? Who is that person? Who are those people? I guarantee beyond the shadow of a doubt that they are individuals whom you ignore. Maybe you know their name. Maybe you don't. Maybe you drive by them. Maybe you walk by them. Maybe they're at work. Maybe they're in your own family. Maybe they're living in your own house. There are those people, but you know what? There are also those groups of people who you ignore. Why? Because you don't like them. You don't agree with them. You don't want to be around them. You think they have privileges that you don't have, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, Etc., whom do you ignore? And the Christmas story is a story that gets in our face and says, God does not ignore the ignored. In fact, He bypassed you and I who ignore others to go to those people who are ignored. And so I I love this picture that Scott has afforded us today for our piece of reflection visually. I love this idea of a working-class individual today. Who would the shepherds be today? Who are they today? Who would the angels have visited today? And I would love in the comments If uh, you can think of one or two uh, groups of people or or types of individuals, uh, whoever they may be, wherever they may be, who would you say would be the people who would be most likely today for the angels to visit and give God's birth announcement to? Going through this practice, I think will help refine and define Christmas in a new way and maybe in a holier way for us. And we'll close with this. I love this whenever Scott says this, that God is really bad at PR on purpose. A PR company, someone who was involved in marketing, I can tell you would have never sent a birth announcement to shepherds and then the shepherds into the city to tell the good news. They would have never chosen that path. And yet God does on purpose. And as we look at scripture, we see this theme over and over and over again is that God is really bad at PR. God is really bad at selling himself. God is really bad at choosing the right people in our terms. God is really bad at choosing the the perfect messengers. In fact, he seems to intentionally go the opposite direction, which is super bad PR on purpose. Why is that? Well, let's dwell on that for today. This Bible study on Honest Advent is brought to you by Christ Table. If you'd like to join us in the study, there's an easy-to-follow guide in the show notes. We'd love to have you join us. You know, 65 million adults in the United States have dropped out of church, and that number will grow by 2.7 million before the end of this year. We here at Christ Table, we're committed to doing something about that. We're committed to creating a world where the table is once again the center of the home, the center of family life, and especially the center of faith formation again. Our mission, that's simple, to help people eat freely and drink deeply of life and of faith. Find out more about us by going to www.christtable.today. And when you get over to Christtable.today, be sure to sign up for our email list there. And for those who choose to donate, I have a resource box that I want to send you in the mail as my thanks. And trust me, you're going to like it. By the way, the podcast is available because of the generous donations of our listeners and the incredible community of people who call Christ Table their spiritual home. Join us on our next episode as we continue our conversation on honest Advent. And if you'd like to watch these Bible studies live, there's more information on our website about that as well, www.christtable.today. Thanks so much for listening. We wouldn't be here without you. Until next time, I'm Pastor Kevin Young, and this is the Christ Table Podcast.